Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 114 of Confessions of a Market Maker. I'm your co-host, Ray, a.k.a. All Day Ray, a.k.a. The Superman Lover. And I'm joined here by my notorious co-host, former market maker, 20 years and current day retail trader. Back in the day, his market making execution tactics would leave your head spinning like a gyro. The man who was more entrusted to handle paper than the mailman. The third Butabi brother, JJ. <laughs> hey, Ray, what's up, brother? Oh, uh, man, it's uh, it's it's coming in. It's a good time coming into uh, September. Absolutely, man. I'm looking forward to the fall, man, for sure. Summer wrapping up. Uh, I know you've been gallivanting around Europe this summer. I've been extremely jealous, man. Uh, tell us, how's it been? Oh, man, I tell you, Europe is, you know, everybody says Europe is overrated. And then you go there and you're like, it's not overrated. It is just, you know, I go to these places, you know, south of France and, and um, you know, I was in Turkey in uh, in, which is not in Europe, but Still, you know, just amazing places that you can travel to from the UK. And it's so cheap. You know, sure, they, you know, they jam you in there like cattle on the airplane. But it's like 40 bucks to go to France for the weekend. It's just amazing. You can't um, beat that. You can't beat that. Yeah, I mean, you know, that would it cost more to go from Regina to Moose um, <laughs> You know, and uh, yeah. <laughs> nothing yeah. against Moose but it's, 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 it's not the south of France. Um, you know, so it's, it's been great, you know, getting to travel around. I've traveled more in the last two years than I have in the last 25. So that's pretty cool. That's awesome, man. I'm (laughs) I'm happy for you, man. I guess it's, I guess it's cool there with, uh, you know, Europe being like, uh, a lot smaller. Well, I guess, you know, us, Canada, we're more like spread out. So it's uh, a longer travel distance where there, I guess things are a lot closer. That's, that's real cool. Definitely. You know, and it's, uh, you know, I, I, there's some places, I, I do love Florida and, and Newport Beach and, you know, New York's my, you know, I love New York and, you know, Seattle, I have a fun place in my heart for, but it's, uh, it's nice to see the rest of the world, you know, as an adult. Absolutely. Cool. Yeah. I'm going to come out. I'm going to come out there and visit you soon. I definitely, yeah, definitely. I need to. I need to. Yeah. So, um, definitely. so yeah, so get into some, uh, you know, trading talk here, JJ, uh, this summer, we've seen a pretty good run up, I think, for a decent part of the summer. I know August's been a little bit more uh, choppy-ish, maybe more or less. Um, though we've had a good run up the past couple of days. A- anything yeah. stick out to you at all this summer, or is just trading kind of usual, more or less? This this summer has been the surprise short squeeze. I have nobody saw that short squeeze coming when we ES took up to forty six hundred. Everybody was short, tons of gaps to the downside, and it propelled us up to, you know, that 46.33 level and back down to 43.49, and now we're right back up to 45.29. So it's just a momentum trader's heaven this summer, and um, it's been good. And, man, the equity market, uh, you know, I, I started looking at dollar volume again because, you know, I've got deal fever, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, I am seeing – we are starting paper hanging season coming into September, right? Because September, October, November, that's when all the deal guys are trying to get the money so they can buy the GI Joe with the Kung Fu grip. Right. So this is, you could start, I'm seeing volume in these 50 cent stocks, 20 cent stocks, NASDAQ listed stuff, you know, stuff out of Singapore. Um, I see a lot of that. I see a lot of uh, European buying programs happening at four or five in the morning, New York time. 
so it's it's going to be I think it's going to be a good fall for the small caps. You know, um, it's going to be a good call fall for liquidators. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, because they're like, you know, twenty cent deals that are trading twenty million dollars a day like water, um, and then just ludicrous stuff. You know, there's one deal today I see it's trading. Gosh, what this what is this thing trading at? You know, it's it's trading at thirteen dollars a share, and it's traded three hundred and thirty-two million dollars worth of paper today. So just imagine being a net seller of twenty thirty percent of that volume. You know, twenty percent of three hundred million dollars. That's some good scratch. That's a good day's wage, right? To be you know to get off twenty you know can sell at least 20 30 million shares into that or i'm not million dollars worth of stock into that you know it's only traded 20 000, 20 million shares yeah you sell two three million shares a day you're laughing right mm-hmm. so the you know the people who are getting out of these deals they're just you can see it's it's already you know and you read their their news release and it sounds like it's it's just all smoke and mirrors you know it's beautiful Right. I mean, as somebody who used to write news releases for these pubcos, I'm like, oh, my God, they just took you in a complete circle and you still don't know what the company does. Right. <laughs> but but it's cranking. Right. You know, yeah. I, I'll I'll take a three hundred million dollar day any day. Well, hell, I'll take 30 percent of that. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Um, definitely been noticing uh, recently we're getting a lot more um of this where I think it was quiet for a while. There wasn't these like obvious yeah. pumps off of uh, these questionable headlines. Oh, yeah. um, and you know, I, I do, I do like play, well, you know, not the extreme uh, volatile ones, but I do, I do like playing like tickers with catalysts um, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But, you know, as, as you're talking about, you know, if we got like a large, yeah. Uh, a large person in control of the, you know, the shares, the float it's, these can be really tricky and really tough to play and maybe best not playing. I, I don't know. What, what, would, yeah, what advice no, would you give to people out there? I, well, my stance on penny stocks is why would you buy a penny stock when you can get it for free? Right. I, I've never paid for stock in, in 20, 27 to 30 years of being in the business. It's always been given to me. So you get it and you sell it. That's, that's what that under $5 arena is about. Trading it is tough. Um, you know, there are people who do it. They do it successfully. Some people, um, you know, like shorting these things. The margin requirements on shorting something under a dollar is insane. Uh, but, you know, there was there was one deal I saw, um, I think it was last week or the other week. It had 13 million shares in the float and it traded almost 200 million shares of volume. Um, you know, it just kept flipping the float and flipping the float. And it was just beautifully done um you know and they you know they were just just cranking volume and it's down underneath a nickel now but you know they got off so much stock at at 10 cents it was just 10 cents they were selling and selling and selling um you know uh just just amazing amounts of dollar volume you know on a five cent stock um you know that's that's a beautiful thing that that kind of makes me want to go do a deal again (laughs) you know oh yeah you know i'm I'm still looking for that hundred million dollar day i've never had i've never had one of those you know (laughs) where i can generate a hundred million dollars in dollar volume you know and you know and pull 20 30 million dollars out of the market that that's that's my uh that's the holy grail for me that's uh, what a day what a day that would be yeah we'll do that one of these days before we retire 
I'm but, looking for, uh, I'm for, looking for, for now. We're just for now we're trading and staying in tune with the market, and and that's that's okay because trading's not. It's been a tough month in August in futures. Yeah, um, you know, uh, there's no follow through a lot of the times, and you got to really pick your spots and stay too true to your process and your setup and all that that discipline process. Uh, all of those words that I hated as a child, uh, you know, the <laughs> discipline, structure, process, yeah. right? Uh, that's the only thing that saves you as a retail trader. And that's what we teach in our classes, in our rooms. And it, it's, it was like pulling teeth for me to do that. But at first, because I was not disciplined at all. So, <laughs> you know, it's a tough, it's a tough endeavor, man. I, um, yeah. yeah and, and just to, to speaking to what you're saying about August, like August <clears throat> being like a little bit tougher with no follow through. And it's like, I, you know, I, I, I like trading to hold like, um, yeah. uh, like follow through on some of these moves. Um, I like some like more like breakout trend type trades and, uh, it's tough adjust like, you know, recognizing, Hey, that's not the type of environment, maybe take profit off the table. And yeah. it's, it, it's always, it's always a, a fine line towing that knowing when to like, okay, maybe I need to start taking profit a little bit quicker or, Hey, maybe yeah. I'm in an environment to let it run. Cause it seems like it changes quickly sometimes or oh, yeah. maybe you're too late to adjust. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Exactly. I just always find these things. I always find these things interesting. It's, it's especially when we trade the same thing every day, you guys, you guys have a new flavor every day in the equities room. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we trade the ES every single day. So that in a way kind of helps you adjust because you get to know it. You know, it's like when your girlfriend's yeah. in a bad mood, you know, that the, eh, don't mess with it. Yeah. <laughs> No, you know, that's a great so point. Yeah. That's 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 the one benefit of trading the same market every day because yeah. you get to know it intimately, right? Yeah, which well, is I really I yeah. respect, you know, stock traders because they're trading something different every day. Different order flow, different agenda, different insiders, different, you know, uh, routes of of order routing and you know, some of these deals stocks coming out of Singapore like it's raining paper. Um, you know, uh, it's just amazing. Um, yeah. so I, it's, it's, it's hard for the equities folks. You know? Yeah. I th- yeah. I, th- I think it's, there's like pros and cons to both. Cause you know, I, you know, I've talked to a lot of people in the, in the room about it, like, you know, trading one product versus like, you know, like you said, in equities we're trading various things. I almost kind of look at it more as like, I'm trading a strategy and I'm looking for stocks that fit that strategy. So it's kind of like trading the exactly. same thing, even though the ticker is different though. So there is, you know, there's obviously different That's- nuances to each ticker. That's um, that process, right? Yeah, that saves yeah, you, right, right. Because right. you just jam the stock in that process when it doesn't fit that process. Boom, you know, you give yeah. it the heave ho. But you know, you know what I've been it it, ha- it has like the, this type of like you know, um, you know, uh, conversation. You know, equities versus um, futures, or like trading one thing versus multiple things. I think it's interesting, and it's um, interesting conversation. It's got me to thinking around you know what I've been doing more of lately. JJ is. Kind of like like when AI was hot, and it still is kind of hot, like the AI type stocks. Well, guess what? Mm-hmm. Like I'm keeping an eye on those stocks, and then, uh, you know, HE recently, the the Hawaiian stock. I don't know if you've seen oh, it. Yeah. I've been Hawaiian I've been like trading that almost every day. So like I'm kind of getting like I'll get a bucket of things, and I've heard of yeah. other people doing this too, right? Kind of I got a few yep. stocks I'm looking at here, and then I'll see what's the flavor of the day. Plus, I'm also yep. looking at these things, so I'm getting a little more familiar with these. Um, exactly. So, you so. know, that deal into, you know, so you have like, say six stocks and out of those six, one of them will be up to something. Right. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. you have an opportunity that, that, that's, that's a good way to look at it. You know, 
Yeah. It's, yep. uh, it, it helps you because the worst trade to take is the let's just try and see if this works trade. Yeah. That, you know, <laughs> this let's just see if this works. That trade never works out. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. it's like it only works out for the guy on Twitter sitting on somebody else's Ferrari. Um, <laughs> that, <you know>? yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. for sure. That's for sure. So I was going to take a quick second here to shout out our good friends of the podcast, Apex Trader and Top Step Funding. Any listener of this podcast that has the skills to pass an evaluation can become a prop trader fully funded by either Apex Trader or Top Step Funding. Our own micro e-futures trading community has many members who are now fully funded. There's no need to trade with your own money. Keep 90% of the profits to learn more. You can visit our website at microefutures.com. And JJ, I know your um recent course dream team course um first one wrapped up i uh i had a guest appearance in there um yep. of a section so did steve shout out to steve um and we got another one starting up here at september 11th uh there's a few slots left um, so that any of the listeners that want to uh participate are interested want to join this um i'm gonna put an email uh in the description so check out the description for more information if you're interested in joining JJ's course. And then I'll just let JJ just uh yeah, just maybe say a few things about the course and or and uh how the first one went. The first one has gone really well. The feedback we're getting is is really good. Uh the way I go through these courses is it's structured, you know, over 10 weeks. And folks, if you do take the course, we only ding you the one time on a fee. So the next course that rolls around, you can automatically come sit into it. Um, you know, and it's, it's one of those, those courses where, you know, a lot of instructors, you know, there's the course and that's it. Me, um, I'm available to you. So we have at least three sort of hours a day where you get instruction, you get recaps, and then we do price action labs or trading sessions where I trade over your shoulder like we would, like you were sitting on a trade desk at a brokerage firm, you show your screen. I I sit and trade with you and point out, you know, um, you know how to go through our process. Everything's process driven. Um, so how to look at a market, we have a process. How to test it, how to trade it, how to manage risk. Um, and then for traders who like to hold longer and have larger accounts, uh, we have a process for managing the trade so you can know when to get out of a trade, when to stay into a trade. So everything we do over and over again, it becomes like, it becomes like muscle memory. So, um, you know, it's, it's like that linebacker that hits that gap, you know, when he sees that running back, he's seen, watched game film. He's practiced that drill over and over again. So this way it's really good for cutting losses too. So you're never stuck going, should I, maybe I could hold it right? You have your set parameters. So you're cutting losses automatically without thinking about it. So you can save your capital. Um, and this way it's, um, it, it really helps people get consistent and it's scalable too. And it works on a scalping time frame. It works on swing time frames too. Um, and we're really, really happy. We've been working really hard and it's interactive too. So what we do is, uh, you know, the people, they, when they're in the course, uh, I'm always on them. Like, do you understand this? You know, do I need to repeat it? Do I need to explain it in a different way? Uh, use different examples and then show it happen in, you know, real time. Um, so they can see it over and over and over again and get that repetition. Cause the business hasn't changed in 400 years. You know, we, but, you know, the markets are, you know, it's, they've become more efficient with electronic 
trading and algorithms, you know, efficiency is up so much and uh, which is better for us as retail traders because we see things now that they could only dream of seeing 20, 30 years ago on the screens. So we have that access to information. We also teach you how to weed out what's important and what's not important. So, you know, you're not looking at 20 million things. So, you know, because, you know, trading is like a street fight. You got to, you know, you can't be sitting there, the angle of trajectory, you're going to get hit three, you know, you're going to get, you know, hit three times in the schnoz before you even figure out what's going on. So we get, we teach people, you know, we, we, we make killers out there. That's, that's what my goal is, you know, to teach these people how to be proper villains and, and take money out of the market every day. Right. Um, yep. That that's our goal. Right. And when we lose, we don't lose it so badly that, you know, you know, the account is there so we can, we can fight again the next day, the next trade. And that's really important. Um, and that way we don't have to, you know, spend time on Dr. Phil's couch every time we get stopped out. Um, you know, uh, we, we have a process too, where we use stops to give us information, you know, to help us on the next trade and the next trade and the next trade. So it's, it's, like it's that. really in depth and, uh, it's been, it's been fun. I really enjoy it because it kind of feels like I'm, you know, back at work working with people again, um, you know, on a trade desk. It's yeah. that kind of an environment. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. I like, I like, I like that you said that part there about using this, the stops for, for information. That's, that's, that's cool, man. That's a cool yeah. idea. I, I like that a lot. Yeah. It was, a, it was a play like just a, the brief bit that I did. Um, it was a pleasure working with people who are, you know, real serious, yeah. Um, to, to, to get it, which is nice to see. Cause you know, we, we get some, you get more or less some <laughs> people that come through the trading rooms. You know what I mean? Yeah, You know, and some you get, people are just taking a shot at it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, which is fine, which is fine. And then you find yeah. out, Hey, maybe it's not for you, but you know, it's, yeah. this is, you know, like, like you've always said over the years is that it's like learning to be a doctor. You don't just, you don't just get this. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. oh, like just teach me how to like, no, it doesn't work that way, buddy. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and the other thing we do too, and I know this, Steve's going to wince, but you, you also get me like pretty much, you know, all the people in, in the course uh, have my WhatsApp. So, um, you know, my girlfriend's works a lot on weekends doing surgeries and stuff like that. Um, she's a doc. So that way, you know, I have a lot of time on weekends. People hit me up, you know, I don't understand this. I hop on a call, you know, we do a little one-on-one. Uh, we don't charge extra for that. We, our job everything I want to do, I just want to make people profitable so they can make a living in this crazy business. Um, because it's so frustrating to watch people lose money. Um, it drives me nuts, you know? So that's where this is kind of born out of. Yep. Excellent. Excellent. And, um, also for the listeners, for people who are interested, uh, I forgot we have, we have a, a video outlining the course on YouTube. So go to our YouTube page, confessions of the market maker. Um, you'll see it on there. The The video is labeled JJ's certified training course, uh, where we go over the course outline. So if you want more details on what the course contains, uh, go visit our YouTube page, Confession of, of a Market Maker. All right. So jumping back into recent market events, JJ, I thought it'd be good for the listeners to hear you talk about um, reverse splits. We saw one with um, AMC. I think they did a 10 to 1 reverse split. So, so the stock was at $2, went to 20, I think, um, uh, sharehold. So uh, yeah, I'm just reading here what they got. Shareholders reduced by 10 X, um, blah, blah, blah. I saw a lot of the, um, 
what is it? The Wall Street bets people, um, kids, they were they're they're claiming this is like, you know, Ken Griffin, Gary Ginsler manipulation, AMC CEO manipulation, you know, they're crying wolf or whatever. Well, naked short you know, selling. Why why don't you just explain to us a little bit? Sure. What happens is in the case of AMC, a reverse split is a cleaning mechanism that you can clean your float. The reason you need to clean up your float is because you've issued so much cheap stock over the last year, two years, five years, whatever, that they've diluted the thing so much that what? It was under 250 right? It went down to under five bucks. Yeah. As soon as you lose that $5 level, the institutions are like, right? right? So they're like, you know, we got to either get somebody to come in and buy a couple of billion shares of this garbage, or we have to rip it back, right? So you rip back all your shareholders who were thinking that this thing was going to be the investment of the century. You know, now, you know, you had a hundred shares. Now you got 10, you know, thanks for coming out. Right. And your cost basis is now like ridiculously high. Right. So it, it just, it just hurts people so badly. Like, for example, whenever we take over a shell company, which is a company that doesn't have an operating business in it, but it's a trading entity, we automatically do a reverse split before we vend in the new company and start promoting it, right? That way, you don't have to buy back anybody else's stock. You rip them right out of the thing, right? And you take, take, you take away their, their supply, right? So a reverse split is a corporate action done by management to do a couple of things. Number one, to maintain that $5 level. Otherwise, institutions aren't going to touch you with a 10-foot pole. The other thing now is you've polluted it. You've probably ran S8 stock and and, uh, stock-based compensation programs where all your executives are living large, right? You know, driving, you know, Ferraris on lease and Bentleys and you know, as soon as you give a CEO $25, $30 million, they go from driving a Toyota. Next thing you know, hey, what is that in your driveway? Oh, that's the new Bentley Bentega, right? <laughs> and then, uh, oh, those are nice shoes. Oh, those were two grand. Uh, well, you know, you got to look good for the investors. And, you know, I've got investment banking meetings this week. And, oh, is that why you're wearing an $8,000 suit? You know, and your uh, your dress shirt's worth 600 bucks. So I've seen it so many times. And then, you know, Six months later, they're like, uh, JJ, we need to do another raise. Like, well, we just gave you $15 million. What the hell did you do with it? Right? Sitting around like, uh, you know, Pacino and Scarface, right? Just, you know, in front of that big pile of money just goes here, goes there. Everybody's getting paid, right? Except the shareholder, uh-huh. right? Yep. You know, that's why every, all these poor shareholders are, and, and the oldest trick in the book is for management to blame short sellers on depressing the price of stock when it's actually dilution, right? And mm-hmm. that is the oldest trick in the book. De- you know, until you see, when people tell you that there's this huge short position in that, you need to call the CEO and ask them to publish something called an SPR, a securities position report. That tells you where all the stock is in the DTC system. Not a single CEO on earth will publish that publicly, Right. So that will tell you if there's really a short in the stock or not, or whether somebody's short against a convertible debenture or something like that, right? And that that's that's what gets these unsophisticated, you know, retail investors all the time. And uh, we're actually, um, 
little sort of like, stay tuned. We're going to be doing a course uh, coming out of the equities and micro futures room on how to actually tear a public company apart so you don't get fleeced um, by these slick talking CEOs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, you know, so can, you know, trading is one thing, but some people, unfortunately, you know, some, not everybody can trade, so they don't have time. They can't look at the screen. They like to invest on a short, on a swing time frame or a six month time frame or a year time frame, but nobody actually tells them, Hey, this is what you got to look at when you tear apart a company, you know? And, um, that's, yeah. that's another thing we really want to empower the retail investor. It's, it's time for them to stop being taken advantage of. Yep. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't believe the, these headlines, at least think, think critically about them. Yeah. And, I, and I think that's something, um, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to say it's like a hard skill. I don't think it is hard, but it's something I feel like no. good about when like playing these things. And so I could, you know, uh, yeah. I like, I like playing these companies that do have some of these press releases because you, <laughs> it gives you an idea of whether, okay, uh, this is legit. Actually, this is not legit um can give you like a help help you give a leaning long or short but i'm never just going off of that right i'm looking at the chart i'm going off of the technical yeah. analysis but it helps oh, give yeah. you a good uh yeah it's it's one thing for a trade and a swing but if you're going to become an investor inve- yeah exactly you exactly. know you got to get in there and and dig around and find out where the skeletons are because public companies not everything about a public company is public and the information that they do provide on sec filings aren't exactly easy to read, right? Um, You know, and uh, there's a lot of legal gobbledygook in there that we're going to help people decipher and cut to the chase and go, oh, these guys guys are a little shifty, Mm -hmm. right? You know, like some of these companies, there was one company last year, you know, it was $30 and they they issued a billion shares of employee-based compensation stock that had a zero cost basis. And they drove that stock from $30 all the way under a buck. And they had four people buying this thing, thinking that it was going to turn around. And I have a friend who lost $700,000 buying this thing, averaging down, buying this thing. And I'm like, there is a mountain of stock that they're just pouring into the float, right? It's never going to go higher, right? And it's just, you know, you you see that. And then I, I just... Like, like I say, you know, if, if you know, institutions, if, if one institution tags another one for 30 million bucks, fine. But when people who actually work hard for their money get taken to the cleaners, that's that's what gets me. That's sad. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. Um, <laughs> I thought I thought of something, JJ, when you were, uh, you know, talking about like the CEOs, you know, everyone, everyone's losing money in the stock with the CEO, all, all the, you know, all these other people oh, yeah. making money and uh, my, uh uh i remember I, I heard this good line when i was out like some some guy was talking about this this guy I was out with you know his shoes and he was like man he's yeah. like don't you know my my shoes cost your mortgage exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> these guys wearing you know yeah. 2500 dollar handmade italian what was those shoes brutal madly shoes you know or, or, or right he's like, he's you like don't you know these shoes cost your mortgage he's like be quiet he's like shut your mouth <laughs> yeah you know, and those are the guys you got to watch out for. The guys who are wearing, you know, yeah. you want a CEO who shows up in a Ford F-150 that's got some dents in it, you know, lives yeah. in a three-bedroom bungalow, you know. He's not wearing this Bruno Cuccinelli yeah. loafers and all this <laughs> stuff, 1300 bucks for a pair of shoes. This guy's he's taking your stockholder money and he's 
you know, he's he's hanging out at Saks Fifth Avenue or wherever the cool place is now, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, and it's just like uh, it's it, it's just, and then they just blow, they just roast through that dough, you know, four thousand dollar a month on a car lease, fifteen grand a month on rent, uh, you know, and uh, you know the shareholders are going. Uh, and the poor shareholders, they don't even know this is happening. And they don't know. Right? Yeah, they don't know. Yep. They don't even know. Right? You know, and all and then don't even start with the corporate jets and stuff, you know. Oh no, I can't fly commercial. God forbid, you know. Uh <laughs> incredible. Incredible. Oh, wheels up, baby. Wheels it's not up. my money. OPM. Yeah, yeah. Wheels up. Uh has there been has there been money. any has there been any other financial news recently or this summer that's caught your attention or do you want to speak about uh i've just been i've really just been watching the markets um and just and looking at that that surprise sneak attack short squeeze that we had into july mm-hmm. um i have no idea what the hell's going to happen in september um you know but it, there's so much news out there it haven't really been you know, I, I know that, you know, in London, you know, you see things like, uh, I think it's UBS and HSBC, they're abandoning Canary Wharf. So all these big firms are starting to downsize a little, mm-hmm. um, you know, mm-hmm. because it's it's been a little bit dry, but we'll, we'll see what they can pull out in the last quarter, right? Bonus time is coming in January. Mm-hmm. So we should see some activity, right? Because yep. this is a performance-based industry and the last three, four months of the year, or when you need to crank it up, make your numbers look good. Uh, because, you know, um, having three or four houses and a private plane, that, you know, that, that, that roasts through the money. These guys have to, they got to turn, you know, finance is the greatest alchemy. We, we turn, you know, instead of turning lead to gold, they turn worthless paper into cash. Mm-hmm. Right. And that is true alchemy, you know. Uh, it's, a sight, <laughs> it's a sight to behold. It it's is. beautiful. You know, it's wonderful. You can see it. We just want our friends, you know, and traders to have that process so they can wade through the BS, you know, mm-hmm. and, yep. and, and make some money out of this. Um, and that, that's, that's the big thing, you know, we, cause you spend so much time learning how to trade, watching markets, doing research. Dear God, you know, retail trading is the hardest thing. Retail trading is the hardest job in finance because you can't cheat. You have no support system. Um, you know, you don't have a firm behind you. you. Don't have a credit officer, a compliance officer. You don't have a head trader. You don't have anyone sitting next to you going, "What are you nuts? Why would you do that?" Right? And we try and build you a process so you can do that and have your own support system. You know, and th- mm-hmm. that—that's the you know we want you to have that. The the process is your support system, right? And because we're all sitting by ourselves in some room trading. You know, so we, you know, we'd have to do it alone. This way you can have a process to check yourself a little bit, check, you know, check the information that you're getting. Absolutely. Absolutely. We got it. We got a good community. Um, yeah. And, and a lot of good traders, honestly, in, in the room yeah. and um, people I've learned from. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I think you can learn from anybody of any skill level, oh, yeah. to be honest, but there, there's a lot of good, good traders in there. And um, yeah. Been really enjoying. Um, so people that want to come join, uh, I, I run a happy hours on Fridays where we all get on mic, talk, just bullshit around mm. the last two hours of the market, which is real fun. But the, the conversations always turn to a more uh, deeper note. 
Exactly. Um, and which is which is awesome, man. It, it, it's which really good, good conversation along trading because because like you yeah. said, it, it it can it is a lonely endeavor because it's just you yeah. and yourself, and you're the only one responsible for your failure or success. And it's yeah. good to talk to other people that are in the game together. Um, yeah. um you know, for support for different ideas, you know, what exactly. may have you. So it's yeah. it's real enjoyable for myself. Yeah, and the really cool thing is you'll see someone come into the room and they, they you know, and I'll be talking and they're like, this guy's like on another planet. Three weeks later, they're like, oh, yeah, there's the inventory. They're short here. They're boom, boom. I'm going to, you know, and they're starting to like put it together, you know, and they're having those light bulb moments. I love that. Yeah, that's um, awesome. You know, that's, awesome that's, that's what I, that really, that that's what, you know, really makes me happy. For sure, for sure. So, you know, like they say, Every time a retail trader learns how to be a cheap bastard, an old market maker gets his wings. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's funny. That's funny. So uh, before we head out here, JJ, any anything else that you wanted to touch on or, or it's time to wrap it up? Nah, I think we'll wrap it up and just want to wish everybody a happy Labor Day. Be safe out there. Um, you know, make sure you enjoy this this last weekend of summer. Come see us next month and, you know, we look forward to working with you. And, you know, if we, you have any questions, just DM me on Twitter uh, or DM Ray. We're we're always around. You know, we're willing to help. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's going to conclude today's episode of Confessions of a Market Maker. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review it for us. And if you'd like to support a professional supportive community of traders, you can join us at microefutures.com. Happy Labor Day, everybody. I'm Paulie Walnuts. He's the gorilla of House Street. You stop, so.